Spoiler alert. This is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we're talking penis area contact, piles of horse shit, and why coffee is more comforting with cream and sugar. She fuck you better than me? It's an all new episode of No Fucking ZD. All right, welcome to uh, No Fucking ZD, guys. We we are back. It's been uh, took a little break last week because we're the Curse Podcast. We just yeah. can't seem to get our shit together. It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, uh, the truth is, we're both working weekends. Yeah, yeah. We're actually doing this early on a Sunday. Uh, both of us are uh, gonna go to the office and uh, you know bring, bring home some secretaries. Yep, bring home the bacon. Uh, I just finished my my latte because I'm a, a liberal elite New Yorker. <laughs> and, uh, are, so, are we part of the liberal media? I certainly hope so. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if people are going to call us elite, I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I have no problem being called elite. Uh, all right. We're talking about mergers and that acquisitions. Minnie Matrone, she's an elite. <laughs> she definitely is at the, at the old Green Grove. Uh, mergers and acquisitions. I got to say, an episode that like, like when I look back at this this stretch of time in, in season four, I, I always kind of think like, oh, there's a string of boring episodes all in a row. But this is actually a pretty good one. <laughs> so you're going to say, I always think there's a, there's a bunch of boring episodes. And this is one of them. <laughs> this is one of them. Actually, no, I think it's actually, it's pretty pretty good it's paced really well this is a good episode because like it's it's again it's it's one of the episodes that that uh has just a lot that happens inside of it yeah it's a lot it it contains Mm -hmm. is there a hitchcock word for that is it called Mm -hmm. like uh the hitchcock container method a a quarter pounder with cheese Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's what it's called we got the mcmuffin we got the quarter pounder hitchcock always said that he said this next movie is a quarter pounder with cheese (laughs) (laughs) um yeah it it is i mean it's it's self-contained but also the tony and carmelo stuff uh of course has been building all season it's finally starting to really tear at the edges here and uh we meet valentina um who i i I love valentina uh just a playful chiquita banana (laughs) (laughs) i know it's like how much of that do you think that she's really gonna put up with i mean is it really Uh, about the sex or is it the chiquita banana comment over and over again i don't know i'm not sure um do you think he makes her put a chiquita banana in his butt ralph (laughs) zaffaretta very possible actually very possible uh yeah and we learned uh, we learned a little bit about Ralph's sex life, a little bit different than it was back in season three when he was getting he was having penis area contact with with some Volvos. And did uh, we ever see him have penis area contact? Well, he is banging Tracy with that cop, and That's then a, is that the one like actual penis area sex scene? Uh, I think it is the one scene, but then he does allegedly get her pregnant so i mean yeah but he says it wasn't anyways okay i don't know yeah who knows either way i'm not gonna time travel here right i mean it's it's a a slight departure from what we already knew about ralphie but i guess if you think about it like two years have gone by and if he is like if he does have some kind of fetish it might have increased over a couple years maybe janice just like wet his appetite for that shit (laughs) maybe she introduced that yeah i gotta have you babe (laughs) uh i don't know but we we learned that this episode um so i guess you want to just we can just get right into tony and valentina um i am all right well here we are (laughs) they meet at the stables immediately tony Tony loves her because he makes Ralphie step in, in horse shit. Yeah. It, well, he immediately loves her because she's slamming. Yeah. Well, that's, her, yeah, that's the right, first thing. Right. And she's like luxurious. Mm-hmm. But she's also got that thing where she's successful on her own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Valentina La Paz. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, hottie. She has a business card. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, there's exactly. that. Yeah. Yeah. I love a woman with a business card. Oh, of course. Um, you don't yeah. have to write down her number. I mean, uh, very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, like Gloria, she she's a she's a working lady. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess unlike Carmela too is is the real thing there. Carmela this season is really lame. 
Yeah. I don't but, mean like in, ter- in like taste wise. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of hanging around. She doesn't have that much going on. She's a little meddling with the money. Mm-hmm. Worst haircut out of all six and a half seasons. And she's about to cut it shorter, right? That comes up. That's like two episodes from yeah, now. Yeah, and I think this ranks below the short haircut. Oh, I'm, I'm a critic of the midlife short lady's haircut. Mm-hmm. The John and Kate, I like to call it. Right, of course, yes. <laughs> I was a PA on that show one time and I had to disinfect a playground slide for, <laughs> for 800 true kids. Story. Um, <laughs> Did you get uh, yelled at by someone? I hope so. I forget. Actually, it wasn't the show. It was like a promo for the show or something like that. I had to drive out to Pennsylvania. I got completely lost in the middle of the night. It was like my second job in New York. It was a, <laughs> like it's over. It was a, not a great weekend. Um, where were we? Oh, yeah, Carmela has the John and Kate. Yeah. I mean, Carmela, she's, she's, she's bored and and beyond that, I think like you know, starting to just worry. You know, I mean, she's always been a warrior, but uh, now she's like really worrying. Yeah, and she's just um, she's beginning to resent Tony more and more. Yeah, definitely, definitely. That's the thing. Like you know, again, like you can say season four is is a little uh, slower compared to the other seasons. You can even call it boring if you want. But like, like watching all this show boring if you want. Well, yeah, it's not going to change you'd, anything. You'd be justified in saying that. <laughs> um, but like watching this episode, I feel like. If they boiled this down to like a two-hour indie movie, it would probably be like pretty successful on the festival circuit. You know, <laughs> like it's yeah. it's an interesting psychological, you know, marriage. Well, if you took s- the whole thing and put it in like a, a trailer park, mm-hmm. it'd be a really good like Cassavetes type vibe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I mean that's true. Actually, like it is it is interesting to like you know watch the mind games Tony and Carmelo play on each other, yeah. and um, you know like I that last scene if we can just jump right ahead to the end of the episode, but like the last scene where they're both kind of testing each other about what the other one knows. With AJ you know? in the middle, by the way. Yeah. Well, Tony just like totally straight up uses AJ to to bring that up without really bringing it up to Carmelo. So now like Carmelo knows that he knows about that. She knows that, or Tony knows that Carmela knows about the fingernail, and it's just like a cool little, you know, mind fuck that they're playing with each other. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's a duel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and Tony gets into these duels, and he's at his best when Carmela's on his side in mm-hmm. life, and he's having the duels in business. But now the duel is happening. It's a cold war, basically. It is. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, they're both like because you know, like they they can't really talk about any of this to each other, you know, because I mean, no. Carmela basically, I think whether or not she knows about his, his, uh, his girlfriends, she sort of knows, you know, I mean, she definitely knows. Like, I think that it's just, it's really the fact that the fingernails in the house that, it, that really pisses her off. Um, because it's just so blatant and in front of her face. Yeah, Doesn't she mention earlier in the episode, she's like, we put up this with this Gumar shit, or is that after she finds the nail? Uh, I you don't know, they're, remember. They're, they're at the diaper drive. And and Rosalie's saying, you know, no one told these girls to oh. go and have kids without husbands. Yeah. And she's talking about, you know, uh, Rosalie's essentially not making Tony's situation any easier because, right. you know, she's like, when Jack died, did he leave you enough? And she goes, sort of. Right, <laughs> right, right. such a good answer. <laughs> sort of. Good old Rosalie. Yeah, yeah, that happens. Is this a good podcast? Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that happens before the uh, before Carmela finds that. Yeah, I believe. So, so we're just getting ready to get ripped up on Twitter yeah. by Donald Trump uh, over this. But right. um, these guys didn't even watch the podcast. <laughs> watch the episode. <laughs> Sad. Uh, <laughs> but basically, like you know, so we know that Carmela is is down, and mm. and you know, in this season we've had a quid pro quo basically. Where she knows the deal, mm-hmm. 
as as Tony coldly has put it. Right. You she know, definitely the deal. Does. yeah. Um, but she gets her living trust in the in vitro something <laughs> like all that shit. <laughs> and so she's down. You know what right. I mean? But she finds this nail and she's like, well, I got to get I, I got to get something out of this. How's right. it going to look? Right. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, she, she just has to take action once she sees that because I mean, it's, it's just, you know, I mean, Tony, Tony fucked up there. I mean, Tony's constantly fucking up, but like bringing yeah. that home was, it was a huge fuck up. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I, she's feeling very spiteful after that, just throwing everything in the house, like anything that she touches, she basically just picks up and throws at the wall. She's like trying to read a book about King Arthur's court. Right. It's not even, it's not even the once in future King. It's like a sequel or something. It's, uh, I forget. I think it, I think it's like through the woman's point of view or something like that i think it's like that oh so it's like another memoirs of a geisha like right she'll be reading this for several seasons <laughs> yeah. yeah um i like the scene where she goes down and and steals the birds the bird the not the bird seed but the uh the money in the bird seed yeah um, it's good you know just because like of course like tony has kept her under lock and key and there she is like quite literally trying to break a lock and key to get into tony's uh you know the secret mm. life that he's holding the hiding from her good eye um, in her house too yeah in her house and then I, I like the uh, depositing at all these these financial institutions just for the right amount is really funny. Someone did a Google, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, but I just to go back, I love I love the scene where she's stealing the money because it's it's you can feel how scared she is. Mm-hmm. Like if she gets caught doing this, like it's a breach on another level where she can't be like, yeah, well, fuck you. I'm, mm. I'm your wife. I can do what I want. Right. This is our money. She's, she knows she is stealing from Tony. Right. You know what I mean? It's like going and like taking money out of your mother's purse. Right, right, right. Yeah. It's not like yeah, he's, he's fucking a hundred grand or something <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and blood money too. <laughs> also, I mean, yeah. my mom has blood money, but you know, yeah. it's different than Tony's. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, but she also knows like she could just be like, well, fuck you. Like I, I found a fingernail. Like, you know, like that, you're, like it is a cold war. Like you said, you know, yeah. like they both just like can't really say anything. Well, she's building a life raft mm-hmm. before, uh, before she lets the shit hit the fan mm-hmm. because she's like gonna she's so angry she's like gonna boil over but she's like i'm gonna go around and like you know take what i can before i let the cat out of the bag essentially right like while i feel justified in yeah. doing this i'm gonna like take advantage of it and keep doing it and then i'm gonna like explode at tony essentially right yeah um, she's smart about it. Yeah. She's, uh, she's being a, a true gangster here and, um, and definitely, you know, I mean, but it's, it's also like weirdly sad that they, you know, a married couple would treat each other like that, but you know, she has to do what she has <laughs> to do. There's a lot that's sad it's, about this. There's, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, of course we, we have to mention, you know, she's, she's also thinking about Furio quite a bit here and, uh, and even Ooh, looking yo. at Mario Batali. <laughs> that ponytail. scene where she's staring at Mario Batali's like ponytail <laughs> and he's talking about rosticherias and pizzerias i'm getting so hungry mm-hmm. she's getting all horny it's like very confusing for me yeah for you real know? like because hearing this man say roast rosticheria i'm just like that sounds good yeah, whatever whatever good. that is it's not a dish it's a place but like i'll take it you know it, well it's not, I, i'll definitely go there with, i'll go there with furio and or mario batali any day so if, if they're listening and they want to take us there to italy i'll go any like any ponytail will do yeah yeah of course yeah if uh, maybe not a man not the one on top though it has to be in the back but if you have a ponytail in the <laughs> yeah. back and you want to take us out to eat 
Okay, please. You think if um, this were happening now, if the if, if the if season four were happening now, Furio would have like the shaved sides and the man bun on top. Yeah, and he'd be wearing like those really thin sweatpants that are super tapered, like the joggers. You yeah, know? Like, like, the, like the harem <laughs> drop crotch sweatpants yeah, yeah, that are like somehow sure. acceptable in public mm-hmm. these days. Metallica t-shirt or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like Metallica bomber jacket. I totally ordered a pair of Nike sweatpants and accidentally got those like weird. Like they make you look like a Tekken character because they're so tapered and weird. Yeah, but they're so comfy though. Probably right. I mean, I returned them and I mm. got some conventional sweatpants. Some sweats. We should wear sweats here more. <laughs> I, I'm wearing sweats all the time. Yeah. When I'm not man. doing something serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, Furio is in Italy this episode. Well, he, right? he I mean, shows he... up at their house and Tony's very cold with him. Mm-hmm. He's, Tony's clearly preoccupied and... Mm-hmm. You know, so we find out that Furio's father's dying and he's like, go get the fuck out of here. And he right. and that's like the cold dawn affection. You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah. He offers him money. He's like, any money? And then he's like, no, no, I'm good. He's like, all right, we'll just just go. Just, <laughs> yeah. yeah, get out of here. Yeah. So Tony has no problem offer, offering Furio money. Uh, Carmela, not so much. And Carmela gives him that cup of coffee. She says, I put extra milk and sugar. It's more comforting that way. <laughs> I um, love that. This conversation that Furio has with his uncle, though, is mm-hmm. is really cool because I, I love this old world mafia stuff. Mm-hmm. Frankly, they're like they're they seem more like chivalrous and smart about it and mm-hmm. more real about it. He's like, oh, well, then you'd have to kill him. Otherwise, he's going to kill you. Anyway, I have to take this call. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how sort of cut and dry he is. He's not like, oh, you got a big problem. You know what I mean? Right. He's like, look, there are only two ways this is going to happen. You know what I mean? And it's it's awesome. And he's like, hang on, my lawyer's call. It's just like, it's it's such it's such business there. You know, it seems so much less emotional to me. Yeah, agreed. I mean, maybe that's just you know me seeing real Italians, <laughs> right? Yeah. I think they see it like even more than in than with the American crews. They probably are able to say, you know, oh, we're soldiers. Mm-hmm. And they just see it that way. They, they, but it's not like a justification. It's just like they really actually see it that way instead right. of like using that phrase as an excuse. Right. Right. For things like Chris and Tony seem to do. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, regardless, this this the Furio thing, like they're setting it up, you know, if you're watching this for the first time that you might actually think that this is going to come down to some Tony Furio showdown, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, sure. Which doesn't really play out, and it almost uh, plays out, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're definitely playing it for suspense. I mean, like, it, you know, I, I don't know. There's been a lot of that this season where there's there's a lot of like almost whackings and and almost violence. And uh, but isn't that life? I mean, that's what I love yeah. about it. It's so realistic. I mean, where the real Furio and Tony shit plays out is between Carmela and him. Mm-hmm. Because she's like fantasy, she's like idealizing him in a totally ridiculous way. I mean, yeah, completely insane. She thinks they're gonna like go and farm olives and right. something. <laughs> yeah, I know? mean, I think we've said it before, but he's certainly no better than Tony, and uh, possibly right. even more violent. <laughs> and right. uh, although they're both, they're both uh, pretty psychopathic. I have to say. I mean, yeah, you know, we haven't. We're never gonna see anyone beat anyone up yes. ever again on this show. Officially, we can officially say that yeah, episode this is forty-seven the last and time. on. Yeah, no more violence. Exactly, <laughs> it's just emotional violence from here on out. <laughs> Um, Starting with the podcast. But I mean, you know, we'll get to it next week, but I think that one of the reasons next week's death is so shocking is that like they've been teasing, they you know, they've been teasing someone's going to die all season long. Yeah, yeah, it's totally. been just like these like, you know, periphery characters. And now, you know, next week we'll, we'll I mean, we'll, we'll get to it. But next week is, of course, like a huge, huge payoff for like the whole 
just this like you know it's been what two three seasons of Ralphie of, of Ralph mm. kind of burning Tony's ass a little bit yeah uh, yeah with with him specifically but I just mean like in general there's just been hints of hints of something that was something dark that was going to happen all season long it really hasn't happened yet and uh, you know it's that's it's true just and, about to and we get one of the most violent episodes in the entire series yeah yeah um, we should go we, we started saying we we're going to talk about Valentina at the beginning but <laughs> we should actually circle back and, I, I am <laughs> <laughs> everything's about Valentina these 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 women yeah I, I, I like her a lot she's a good character i mean she doesn't her character doesn't go anywhere really this is kind of most of the heavy lifting with her is done this episode mm-hmm. she kind of becomes a more of a peripheral gumar after this i mean is it safe to say that tony is more interested in her and kind of obsessing about her a little bit because he can't really have her in terms of the rules he doesn't have morals he has rules he's mentioned right in this episode uh, maybe. Yeah. She just gets pushed to the periphery after this, and then she lights herself on fire, and he breaks up with her. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, I guess you know, like the dog with two bones thing. Like, I'm sure, like not being able to get what you want is a huge part of the thrill. Yeah. Uh, and then of course, and you know, the new part of any relationship like that is like super fun and exciting, and and she's playful, and she's like willing to prank, and uh, you know, the prank thing would be would get so old so fast, so fast, so so fast. But it's great at the beginning. It's like, ooh, who is this chick? You know, like she's fun. And yeah. you know, my wife won't let me prank her anymore by throwing cold water on her in the shower. Yeah, people love that. Oh <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, you, you got to love her sense of humor. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he likes her dark hair and and like you and her know, Volvo. Yeah, and her Volvo. <laughs> uh, and you know, she's like super hot, hot. Yes, but also very needy. I mean, she's really not that far off from Irina or uh, or Gloria. No, but she's, she's like somewhere in between. She's, she really is halfway halfway in between and she she like has a job. Mm-hmm. But doesn't seem to have very fixed hours, frankly. I know. Um, That's going to be nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be real nice. But uh, yeah, you can just go fuck in the middle of the day at like a bed and breakfast. <laughs> like that seems awesome, <laughs> to be honest. Like, yeah. you want to take a ride? Sure. Specifically just the bed and breakfast part. You know? yeah, yeah, I'm really down with that. Yeah. <laughs> I liked that chair ottoman combo they were banging on. Yeah. Get, a, get a TV in front of that thing. And of course. I'm yeah. into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she. there's something kind of creepy about her, though. Definitely. With, like the nails and the weave and like all that stuff. She's she's definitely like a little much, but I kind of like that because she's she's just something new for Tony, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 I I really like this caper he goes on this to caper. figure out oh, if yeah. they <laughs> fucked or not. He's, it's basically just like fucking Indiana Jones yeah. trying to get to the bottom of this so yeah. that he can like not feel bad about about fucking this woman. Right. Yeah. Talking to Melfi and well, Melfi's back. She has, I, I don't think she's been around too much or it's been so long now. I forget where we left off. With her. I don't a, think she was in it last year. Was last there week. like a behind the scenes reason why she hasn't been around so much? I mean, I think it's more that just, it's just like she what, back surgery or something. Uh, maybe. Um, I mean, yeah, she was in jail in Youngstown. <laughs> um, I think it's just more that they didn't really have anything to do with her at a certain point because it was like her story was, uh, is she going to treat Tony? And then it was like, and then once she decides, yes, she's going to treat Tony, then it's like terrifying that she's treating Tony and then something terrifying happens and she can't get rid of him. And now she's just kind of stuck with them. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do from there? You know, that's a good point. And, and, and the, the insight we do get into their sessions is like, oh, he's using her as a sounding board. Yeah. To, as she says, get personal information basically, right. um, which doesn't really help 
right therapy wise yeah but um but he <laughs> this is one of the truly great therapy scenes yep. of the whole series <laughs> it this, is this penis hairy contact thing kills me it's amazing every time i mean it's just really really good right and and like the way that she handles it she's sort of trying not to laugh but also just like <laughs> this is dumb you know right you know and he's like and he he really is just like you know you make me wait out there all the time let me ask you about this other guy's dick hang on <laughs> <laughs> i guess yeah when you put it that way <laughs> He, he takes something that is kind of uncomfortable and it's just it's a really well done scene i really it enjoy is. it that one and the janice one you know either directly after or a few scenes later uh mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. is also fucking hysterical because i have sisters and i can't ever imagine having this conversation with either of them <laughs> even if we were i mean maybe when we're older i, I don't know well imagine but, the confluence of events you have to have to be like at like not you imagine the confluence <laughs> of events that Janice has had that has had to have had to transpire mm-hmm. for Tony to be asking Janice about this dude she used to fuck because he wants to figure out like this other woman's current sex life with him this is this is like a web that has taken years to spin for yeah. these two scenes yeah and we true. we got it <laughs> finally <laughs> finally we yeah. can end the podcast here yeah this this is great we finally know something about about Ralph's yeah proclivities yeah, and like it's you know of course listen spoiler alert he's gonna die next week like pretty early in the episode so just uh, prepare yourselves for that guys. Um, yeah. But you know I kind of like that like they're sort of humanizing him a little bit. Yeah. You know yeah, like yeah, yeah. we haven't really I mean I guess when we met him the first time he was like crying about his his mom dying the year before. Uh, you know which now it looks like they were just kind of crocodile tears because we know Ralphie first of all and and then of course we're learning that. They had a pretty shitty relationship. Well, it he was like. he was trying to kiss Tony's ass a little bit yeah, because course, he wanted to yeah. be captain, right? Um, and he is captain now, right? He is captain. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that that's out of the way, and and things seem to be pretty smooth business wise with Ralph these days. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I mean, yeah. He's bringing it in. Yeah, but it's always the top earners, you know. It's always the top earners, exactly. <laughs> but he's like, he's just his bedside manner sucks so bad. Like the scene where he and and Tony are at the crazy horse. Uh, sitting in the in the office and the, oh, yes. the exchange that he has with Adriana, yeah, it's just so vile. Yeah, and the shit that he says and like he just wants all these olives and stuff like that, and he's yeah. like wearing those fucking corduroy pants. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, hey, it's fall, so you know texture. <laughs> you want that kind <laughs> you of stuff? Texture, I guess that's true. I got to get textured. <laughs> yeah, um, but big up Adriana for holding it down. Oh, big time! Really yeah. impresses Tony in that scene. Uh, yeah, too. I love the giant thing of olives. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. He's just a giant dick. But uh, you know, I mean, we love him anyway. Uh, um, We're gonna lose him. We're gonna lose him soon. But yeah, but yeah. So that's that's the thing. Is like we're kind of learning between this and his son getting injured next week. It's it's like you they they give him that last gasp of you know humanity before before the end. And if Tony was smart, which I think he is, I think that he would kind of recognize like, oh, maybe there's something that we actually have a little bit in common here and that like my mom fucking sucked too. Yeah. Uh, but know. he doesn't want to acknowledge that, I think, yeah. with not with Ralph. He, right. he sees himself as like a cut above and, mm-hmm. and he's got it together a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And I think, frankly, he does. He, uh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, but like, because Ralph has all kinds of issues with the way he treats people and stuff like that. It's, yeah, yeah. It's really he's a super scary guy. I mean, not right. that Tony is not a scary guy, but yeah, I mean the kinky Ralph stuff is, is fine. <laughs> like the kinky stuff is totally Nothing fine. Wrong with that. As it's long fine. as you don't, yeah. <laughs> if you Consensual. treat people like Ralphie and outside of the bedroom, then you're an asshole. Though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just 
both of those things together. Right. You know. Right. It's it it's like he's just not a good person. No. Neither is Tony though. Uh, yeah, but, but but he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing. Ralphie right. is not a cool guy. No, 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 no. Those fucking corduroy yeah. pants. Not a cool guy. Who at wears all. pleated corduroy? Anyway, you want to take a break? Yeah, we should take a break. You uh, just bag it. Uh, yep, this is it. Last, uh, it was great while it lasted. Yeah. Sincerely, no fucking ZD. Um, we'll be back. We'll, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll continue uh, the Ralphie discussion when we come back. And uh, that's it. No fucking ZD is brought to you by. You pizza face, son of a son of a gun, you. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> All right. I have the, that Welcome. reaction when I listen to No Fucking ZD on my huge sound system at home. <laughs> listen, to right. that, listen to that imaging in mono podcast mode. <laughs> oh, boy. But, by the way, is that John Favreau selling him the stereo? Did they put him in like a weirdo, like like portly suit? John Favreau, the director? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It kind of looks like Favreau. <laughs> That's him right there. In, yeah. like pleated pants. What's with the pants in this episode? Pleats were huge in 2000. Like literally large pleats. Yeah, oh. you're right. <laughs> Yeah, they actually were. They yeah. were large pleats. Yeah, yeah. Back in the late nineties, uh, I, I feel like Ross on Friends wore a lot of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, that's that show was totally unrealistic. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Friends, come on. Uh, Paleontologist, <laughs> come on. That guy was. Yeah, he worked at a museum or some shit. Fuck that. Freaking idiot. Uh, um, welcome back. We uh, so so Ralph and sex and. Uh, Tony doesn't want to have sex cool with Valentina. Can we just for a second with the penis area and like the Volvos and the Ralph? Yeah, 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 we could do that. The cheese graters and sure. the Chiquita bananas. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> right. Tony doesn't want to have sex with Ralphie because he's already had sex with the horse or some shit like that. I forget. <laughs> it's, it's some weird stuff. The kids at Thoroughbred. Um, um, yeah, so thanks a lot. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess that's it. Uh, anyway, Tony does officially find out from his sister that, that Ralphie likes taking dildos in the butt. And um, Janice is good for some stuff. She got mad real. True. She did for a, for a fee of $3,000, mind you. <laughs> that's really good. Which is just insane. Tony is, again, impressed by the fact that she yeah. asked for that money. And he kind of, he's like, he's like, just curious. Yeah. What made you come to that number? <laughs> <laughs> we also we also have to mention that she's watching um uh, either it's either BattleBots or Robot Wars. I yeah, forget which one it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But holy shit, Blast from the Past. Like, yeah, I remember that. But of course she's hanging out watching BattleBots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is she up so to, generous. you know? Uh, so yeah, Tony, Tony goes for it officially. Um, yep, yep, yep. we should also actually back up a little bit and mention, uh, the Bamonte scene, one of our favorite Italian Brooklyn restaurants. That is true. It's it, Bamonte's is, is a great place. It it's, is. It's, uh, it's just really, man, I'm hungry. Yeah. It sounds so good right now. It's <laughs> like, go, go get myself a chop. Um, that's a, it's a restaurant in Williamsburg and yeah. we go there quite a bit. We actually went there 
we like watched this episode one time and then went there for some reason. I forget why. We went was there. F- I think I went there for the first time, at least like we were together on this night, but it was my first time there the night that uh, James Gandolfini died, actually. Oh, that's right. Right. Right after he died, we did the the uh, the crazy fan move. The pilgrimage. <laughs> and did the pilgrimage to, uh, to Bomantis in Brooklyn. Yeah. And it was very good. Yeah. It and is, I've, it, I've been back there like a thousand times since then. Uh, yep. I've been there about a thousand times. I never remember leaving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because you just get, you end up getting very wasted at Pomonti's because first of all, like you get your cocktails, which are like, they're, they're old man strong, you know? Yeah. Which the waiters are, it's like the type of place the waiters are all in suits with white gloves and they're all anywhere between 70 and 150 basically. Yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> I've, and, and they definitely don't take any shit I definitely saw them kick out a dude once oh, for really? coming in with a tank top on no shit and I was just sitting there and I was like yes <laughs> that's this is awesome. great old world that is awesome I had a friend who was lactose intolerant this is how Italian it is there I had a friend who was lactose intolerant asking if there was any cheese or dairy in this like mussels dish and he was like it's fish <laughs> and he was like yeah but is there cheese or anything on it he goes it's fish <laughs> Because, like, you really don't serve cheese with fish in traditional Italian cooking, you know? Oh, right, right, and this right. this is really, like, Goomba, like, red sauce, you know, yes. pork chop, that kind of stuff. Yep. But, but like, he just, like, he, he was like, I don't really understand your question. <laughs> like, Please get out. <laughs> Please get out. Get yeah, out exactly. Yeah. Go back to California. <laughs> your California bullshit. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you end the night with a little espresso. They bring the, uh, the, the Sambuca around. It's, yeah, and it's... I notice sometimes they don't leave the Sambuca bottle. Yes, I've noticed that as well, and that that was the one time we brought our girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. Yeah, because usually they'll leave the bottle of sambuca if you order espresso. Yeah, and often we drink too much of it and pay for it. Much too much. Much yes. too much. Much too much. There. And then, but like when we go with our girlfriends, yeah, they never they never leave the bottle. Maybe that's maybe that's another like <laughs> old world thing. I don't it's know. Gotta They're be like, boys' night out. Boys' night out at Bamantes. Yeah. Uh, don't go there, please. Yeah, by the way, is, I mean, we shouldn't even mention the name yeah, of this place. This what the fuck? Are we doing? It's like the last restaurant in New York that takes a reservation yes. also. We only eat at Starbucks and McDonald's. Have it your way. That Sparrow, was easy. Sparrow. Sparrow. Sparrow's the best pizza in New York City. Sparrow. Only. Real food. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's cool to see it on the screen. You're definitely not allowed to smoke in there, by the way. And Christopher and Silvio are both smoking in that scene. No, I and like how they bend the rules of reality yeah, in there a little bit. For, for, for the Sopranos crew. Yeah, and we'll see that restaurant again. It's definitely the, the restaurant where where Jerry Torciano gets torched. Oh, is, is it? Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. I thought that was um, in Manhattan for some reason, but maybe, yeah. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, okay. Go down to Brooklyn and clean some fucking timepieces. <laughs> um, we will see it again. So I, I, the reason I bring it up is I, I just, you know, we we're talking about like what Tony sees in uh, Valentina and and, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and what's kind of wrong with her. It's like... It's not her Volvo. You're right, but in the phone booth, scene she's just like i'll just you suck your dick like i do like it's Dude, fucking wild she goes heavy with the grease gun yeah. over there and he's kind of like he she stuns him a little bit yeah. and he's like and they, uh they both realize it and they're both like they both kind of laugh and they're like all right this is fucking insane but um i just wanted to throw <laughs> that one thing in <laughs> it's, no it's 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 an interesting scene and mm-hmm. and she she steals the show because you know as george costanza would say tony has sort of has hand but doesn't really have hand like she keeps wrestling it from him um she's a very dominant woman in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways you know um with the with the prankster 
you know, she, she, she likes to punk people. Right. Yeah. Huge Kutcher fan. Huge Kutcher Valentina, fan. Valentina. Yeah. She's like, she's like, have you, have you seen this show punked Tony? She's like making him watch it. Uh, but she's, she's got kind of a dominant personality. And so when Tony tries to break up with her, she's like, no, 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 no. Right. Like we got to discuss this a little bit. Right. You know, right, right. Ralphie doesn't fuck me. <laughs> you know? Something wrong with them. But she's really good. I really like this actress. She's very, yeah. she's very like, she's sexy, but she's mm-hmm. also kind of like sleazy, mm-hmm. but she also just like carries it really well. Like she matches Tony's aptitude level a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. She's not kind of a throwaway Gumar. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's interesting. She is interesting. Yeah. Um. It's still like, I just think about, you know, what's about to happen with Tony and Carmela. They're going to be separated and then like Valentina will be his girlfriend all next year. And when you really think about the real life situation of that, it is, as you said, pretty sleazy. It is. Like imagine someone you knew had been, you know, married to someone like Carmela, who's like, by all accounts, like a pretty normal housewife for like 30 some odd years. And, and then cutie. It's like, yeah. And then it's like, hey, this is my girlfriend, Valentina La Paz. <laughs> and her like. Yeah, he banged her too. <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, God, it's all just so gross. But um, it's, but it's so weird how, but it's like normalized. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Sure. And, and the normalization of Tony Soprano. Yeah. But she, yeah. she really stands up to him. She goes, was well, this some Dago macho bullshit about how you don't fuck your friends, girlfriends? Right. And he goes, he goes, yeah. And she goes, what do you have morals all of a sudden? Yeah. She really like. When when she dishes it to Tony, he he like rises to it a little bit and he engages her. He goes, I don't have morals, but I have rules. Mm. But then like in the next scene or two with Carmela, she go, and when, when he tries to punk her mm-hmm. with the cold water in the shower and whatnot, mm-hmm. she goes, this is one promise I'd like you to keep. You promised you right. know, that you wouldn't do this. And it kind of like really like neutralizes the conversation. And Tony's clearly kind of hurt and then like dissociates and is like, I'm out of here. Yeah. But like. You know, Valentina can do that, but Carmela's not allowed to say anything. Carmela's not allowed to say what, just like talk back to him at all. You mean, to, or well, to, or, oh, to, to yeah, acknowledge like, the right. elephant in the room that right. like Tony does whatever he wants, and right, right, colors right. outside the lines, as we should say. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's weird. Like you got to think, like all his girlfriends just know from the get go. I mean, I guess Carmela did too, but like you know, well, it took well, her a long time to like you know, be down with the deal. Yeah. And and I guess now that I say that Gloria maybe knew, but didn't know until she found the gun, but I feel like she probably kind of knew, but you know, it's just kind of yeah. interesting that like that. I don't know that, that they would know that about Tony and like still go for him, you know, like, <laughs> and that Tony can sort of in a weird way be ever so slightly more himself about, you know, about that aspect of his life. That's true. I mean, people, the thing is that people, <clears throat> tend to attract, you know, subconsciously yeah. what they feel like they need on some level, you know? So it doesn't yeah. totally surprise me that he would like continue to find women who like this brush with danger mm-hmm. or who don't mind. I mean, uh, not Gloria. Um, well, certainly Gloria, but Valentina in particular, like she doesn't mind a sketchy dude. Yeah. <laughs> it seems. No, I guess Between not. Ralph and Tony. It's like, Whoa, boy, like, you know, this is an issue. Right. Um, but it's like people who like always find themselves with like a needy partner or something right. like that, or always date like this kind of girl, you know, or something like that, you know? Yeah. Or guy. Or guy. Um, it's yeah. Um, 
And also, I guess, like, that, that raises an interesting point. Like, what the hell does she see in Ralphie to begin with? You know, I mean, I guess money, but, like, well, it yeah, sounds he, like she makes... He's rich, okay- and he's, he's a little... He can be charming when he wants to be. Yeah, you know, that's he, true. He can, he can turn it on a little bit, but I think the more time you spend with a guy like Ralph, the less effort he's going to put into that. Right. Yeah. Um... It's just, yeah, I guess so. I guess like you can, you can be kind of charmed by it, and then maybe also, yeah, maybe you're right. She's just like just so desperate or, and or needy, or you know, or just needs, you know, some uh, some sociopathic traits in her in her men. Yeah, that's the I thing. Know. I think that it, it it clearly turns her on. Yeah, definitely. you know what I mean. But not enough. <laughs> but not enough. It's well, not I mean, enough. I mean, with Tony, like you know, there's something about him. It wasn't just like going and look at all the looking at all those portraits of horses. You know, oh, that, yeah. that got her going. Right. Was the, like the whole thing was, a, I think, a, a big turn on, like going behind Ralph's back. It's Tony Soprano. He's the big fish. Clearly. Right. That's you know? true. That's so true. If that does turn you on, then he's going to do it. And it does for me. Um, big time. You know, yeah, the horse thing, right? (laughs) Everyone listening to this is extremely turned on as soon as you say the words Tony Soprano. Yeah. Um, You know, the painting, like you you bring that up, like Tony spending a shit ton of money in this episode for someone who doesn't want to give anything to his wife. Oh, good point. You know, because it's like the painting's $6,000 for that. Like, I mean, Jesus. Uh, Pie oh mine. (laughs) Pie oh my. Um, Why do they always make normal people who are making an honest living look like fucking douchebags in this show? (laughs) I guess that's probably what Tony thinks of them. They could have made this guy cooler. It's it's hilarious. Um, But he spends a lot of money on that. Mm -hmm. Spends a lot of money, I guess, just in general on this horse. You know he dropped at least a hundo at Bomonti's. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably at least a hundred bucks. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, one hundred dollars or one hundred thousand. I can really go either way there. Yeah. Um, but the the you know the as we we heard the what's the name of the song? I can see it on the screen, but I can't see what was it. It's called the Inverness Gathering. Ah, uh, yes. Um, the City of Edinburgh Pipe Band. Oh, beautiful. Oh, uh, the City of Edinburgh Police Pipe Band. <laughs> that's awesome. It's a hard. It's like a very rare cut. Right. Deep, deep cut. cut. Deep cut. <laughs> deep cut. Uh, spends a shit ton of money on this home entertainment system, so they can Which all I watch. I love. Like, just that's a boredom purchase. You yeah. Know? I mean, that's the thing. It's like he's ultimately just just super bored. You know. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. um, he's trying to put everything through, or you know, give all his orders through Silvio and Chris now, and and like play this hands off, just like corporate kind of. You know, the boss who just kind of sits back and doesn't do anything and it's just like boring Trump. the shit out of him. Yeah, like, totally. <laughs> exactly. Yes. He's only going to one meeting per week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Call me if anything changes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, so he's just like bored out of his mind. It's just like spending like crazy. I mean, he's walking around the mall just doing nothing like, you know, like it's just it's 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 uh, it's a slight yeah i mean you bring up trump but it is a slight little american satire here i think yeah for sure you for know? sure i mean you know this show isn't political um mm. but it does remind me of that <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit and again it's also like the post 911 i think critique of the us if sure, you will totally which i think was just kind of saying you know we had this this 90s boom time you know garbage time garbage boom time yeah 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 uh, made a shit ton of money we're super bored not really paying attention to the threats around us and and then there we are and that's why i still think you know there's this like whole sense of dread throughout the season sure and that's probably why they don't do a lot of violence in this in in season 4 until they really like need to it's cuz they want you to feel like okay that, that could happen at any point um, yeah, yeah, totally. You know, um, and and it gives us a lot of time for character development. You know, yeah. like 
would you rather see some guy get whacked or hear about Ralphie and the cheese grater? You know right. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I want to know. I, if know. You, I want to know if you throw away the cheese grater after you do that. Oh, you know, Jesus, do you throw away your dick after that too? I mean, good lord, <laughs> that's just insane. Yeah, like I, I found myself as I was watching it. I was because I have a box grater at home, right? And it has like the different like textures on all of the sides, and I was like, like the metal thing with the handle. Yeah, and the, yeah. yeah. And, and on one, you know, on, on on the on the thinner edges, it has like the wider slices, like oh, for cheese. My God. And then there are the little teeny ones, like for for when you want, like you know what I mean. And then there the bigger ones for like the bigger softer cheeses this bigger softer dicks <laughs> <laughs> i was just i just found myself thinking like that's disgusting i wonder which side of the box grater they'd use uh, i would have to think the smaller side right i mean that would do that'd be pretty painful but maybe uh, do the less damage because the bigger side is just going to slice it off right <laughs> the whole thing oh uh, god i can't even really think about that to be honest yeah we're talking about beyond raw anyway okay yeah I let's just... keep talking about it um <laughs> so Woo! dicks cheese graters uh yeah that is just insane you gotta wonder if she maybe made that part up just to like really sell it but then again it's ralph Zaffaretta. who the fuck knows that is so weird it's very weird. It's so, I mean, it's a lot, but like the, you know, it's cool. These things exist. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Hey, again, if you're into it, go for that's it. That's all good. Like the uh, important thing is just to find a supportive partner and Valentina right. wants to get, you know, she wants the penis area contact. Right. As, yeah. as Tony puts it, neither Valentina nor Janice are, uh, are maybe good partners for it. But if you're, if you're into it yeah. and you have someone else better, go for it. I you think say. Bobby likes penis area contact. I think Bobby, uh, you know, like once a month, he's, he, I think he's, I think Bobby's cool with once a month. He's just like a, like, like missionary once a month. Yeah. I think he's, but I think he's a cuddler for sure. Um, but I just, <laughs> I, just think he cries. I think, <laughs> I think he's, I think he'd be totally content building his model trains. And then if it happens, it happens. And he feels, he feels, he feels nice, you know, but, but uh, <laughs> not terribly needy. <laughs> We didn't get any Bobby in this episode, do we? I don't think we do. No, no. Yeah. I mean, Bobby is is going to kind of, I think Bobby's going to chill for a little while. Yeah. Well, next week we get like nobody. Um, and then, well, we might see him real quick at the beginning or something. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, next week is a is a, is a a Chris and Tony heavy episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting that when there are these big deaths of people that uh, Janice has had relations with, mm-hmm. uh, Carmela seems to be worrying the most about uh Tony's infidelities. Like mm. I remember when uh Janice uh shot uh Richie. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Carmela is really wondering about Tony cheating on her. Right. And she, and she calls, you know, Janice's house to check. Right. I'm thinking about I'm thinking forward to next week's episode and kind of just thinking about what role Carmela will be playing and where she'll be. Right. Um, I guess we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. C- come, <laughs> like, to th- come to think of it. I mean, we don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly get to that. Yeah, it's just interesting how these things seem to kind of come in waves together. Right. Um, Tony's getting squeezed at home <laughs> and then <laughs> someone dies. <laughs> right. And, uh, and we'll have another, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. What I was going to say in the finale, we'll have a, uh, we'll have another phone call much like in that, mm-hmm. in that episode mm-hmm. from season two. Um, just the Russians hacking these marriages here. That's, <laughs> that's what's rigged. The whole thing's rigged. <laughs> it's happening. So to, I guess we saved the most pressing stuff for last here. Right. Nucci. <laughs> right. What a what a whirlwind. Yeah. R- wild ride this kid's been on. Uh, big time. Yeah. She moves to the home. Just depressed. T- t- where's my bath mat? 
<laughs> you know. Yeah, Polly's just putting all this money in, and and then just can't. Uh, another unsatisfied mother in Soprano Land. Um, yeah, and, and not actually a mother, as we're going to find out. Oh, true. Later on, true, but true. like this whole Green Grove thing, this woman is such a crack up. She's like so incompetent. I yeah. love. I mean, my favorite line from her was a few episodes back when when Polly takes her to Green Grove, and she's in the car. And she goes, "How do I open this door?" <laughs> <laughs> but she's extra funny in this episode. She is. Yeah. I mean, I, how do you tell an old lady to act like like a crazy old lady who's kind of? <laughs> Just, just lame. You just roll and see what you get, I guess, and then <laughs> <laughs> fix it in the edit. I think it was improv between yeah, Polly and this probably, woman. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, Polly's back and just right to his old, very, very petty antics. Um, oh, yeah. You know, the the principal, this poor guy. Eh, not really, I guess. I don't know. I like the it's, backstory that we get with, with, with his wife and his and, and Cookie and Min not liking her and right. all this stuff. And Yeah, I mean, I feel bad for the principal's mom. The principal's mom is Cookie, I think. Maybe, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, she's she's totally right that she's lived long enough that she doesn't have to be forced to have friends with someone. Like, remember when you were a kid and it was like you have to be friends with this person, okay? Because like, oh yeah, you know, I went to, be in, nice. middle, in middle school. I went to a smaller school, like a smaller private school for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And there were only thirty kids mm. in our grade total, and there was a rule that the school put out that that you had to invite the whole class to your birthday party uh, one or, of those. or all of the girl or or all of the girls or all of the guys depending like i wanted to invite all the girls but that's frowned upon <laughs> just you uh, and them just me and sleep them. over <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> or just like two or three people right and that's it because they didn't want people to feel bad god and it was just like i mean it's a little much it's some california bullshit right. is what that is <laughs> really trump won yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this political correctness. <laughs> it's rules like that that bred the alt-right. Right. Um, but, like, uh, it is funny how the, the director, you know, describes it as high, uh, high school with wheelchairs. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Love that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I feel, bad for, I feel bad for these other old ladies. But also, I feel bad for, for Nucci as well. Yeah. Um, but I do wish that someone would sit me down, like the, like the, 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 director of green grove would and just like tell me everything wrong with me the way she does about new about Nucci. she's just like listen she does this wrong and that wrong like <laughs> yeah. i would love to have a conversation like that with somebody well this woman is actually very knowledgeable and very professional like yeah. i like how she stands up to polly yep and she says look come on you get this yeah yeah and <laughs> your, mom's a, does get your it. mom's a pain in the ass kind of yeah, polly does get it but instead of doing uh the, the right thing he decides to just send little polly and benny to beat the shit out of the principal out of high school <laughs> can you imagine being a high like that's your authority figure just getting chased down by two dudes in track suits <laughs> <laughs> so it's the world that, that they live in you know yeah, yeah. The soprano world that's so funny that that happened because it's like very clear where this came from yeah you know like he goes he goes to visit the guy i love the shot of polly's sitting next to like the ICP like twisted kid in in, in the principal's office <laughs> oh my like, God, waiting yes. to see the principal yes that's great I love the conversation there Paulie's had, had his last pimple in freshman year or something like that he was yeah. 14 yeah, yeah yeah I remember being I was like 15 at the time and I was like god damn it like when's my last one gonna happen I remember and thinking never like did. when am I gonna be able to grow a beard when I was 20 and my dad was like I don't know 29 <laughs> and I was just like I was I asked him when he could grow a beard and he was like I think 29 and I was just like fuck come on it's supposed to happen when you're like 17 right <laughs> that's yeah full grown beer at 17 wrong wrong uh we'll have more with polly and and the, and the ladies coming up um yeah some some of some of my favorite comedic scenes i mean in 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 a uh, um 
a slew of episodes that are very serious. Mm-hmm. Some really light moments between Polly and these old ladies. Yes. It's just comic gold between them. Yeah. And I mean, then it ends very, uh, very seriously. But yeah, there's uh, when they go to brunch uh, or whatever that is, is one of my I love that Polly scene. It's fantastic. Oh, I mean, and he already had one of those lines. He goes, I don't get it. When I was a kid, yeah. you two <laughs> I love were that. old ladies. Now I'm old and you're still old. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that about people. Oh, definitely. definitely. I'm not that old yet. I'm kind of old, but yeah. you know. And didn't uh, Janice said that about Polly early on in season two? I think. Oh, too. that's right. Like, Isn't he you know? dead yet? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You're totally right. What goes around? Um, so I mean, uh, we're running out of time here. We both have to go to work, unfortunately. But um, we uh, thank God <laughs> we get a little bit of Christopher and Silvio. I mean, Christopher will have a big episode next week. Uh, right. Right. He's starting to have. Um, you know, this is the, uh, this episode starts with the. Uh, the 21st century comment, I believe, right? Christopher's all a little fucked up. Yep, yep. I think Tony's starting to notice, like, uh, this might not be red wine he's having. And uh, yeah, yeah. And and Tony is is acting more on putting Silvio and and Chris as the kind of face. Yeah. Of the family. Right. And it's not really working. He's kind of being a bad manager. He is. I yeah. hate being delegated to, and then. Get getting second guessed constantly on everything. I just nickel and dime on every choice you make. It just yeah. drives me fucking crazy. It's like okay, then let's let's all waste more time. You Agreed. Know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. He he straight up says like, "I'll back you guys. Whatever you decide. Don't worry about it." And then as soon as they tell him, he says, "What the fuck?" Yeah. yeah. What the uh, fuck is he writing on a pillowcase? By the way, I know like, that wouldn't even cross my mind if I was looking for a pad. Yeah. Well, you're also not a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. So there's that. My sheets probably aren't even as nice as his. They're probably not. No, definitely not. I've 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 seen your sheets. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but you know the the not the, all of them. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm just kidding. Um, but you know the cracks are starting to show. Much like Tony and Carmela's marriage, it's Christopher's not keeping it together. He was able to sort of do. He was able to do heroin and work earlier in the season, but now it's just it's it's all getting kind of fucked. Now up. he's doing more heroin. Yeah. Um. Yep. More often and more of it. Yeah, and it's interesting how these things come in waves. You know, yeah. like Carmela and and Tony having trouble. Uh, Tony's indiscretions getting a little bit out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony's business relations getting a little bit out of hand. Mm-hmm. Chris's drug use getting a little bit out of hand. Right. It's almost like this is a television show. Right. <laughs> and we're building to something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a metaphor for something. Yeah. There's a message here somewhere. Uh, yeah, that's that's a good way to put it as we wrap up. That the season's getting out of hand, I would say. And uh, next week it most certainly does. Yeah. Um, the only Don't lose o- your head. Uh, no. <laughs> the only other line that I think is just fucking brilliant in this episode is when uh, is when part of Tony's Ralphie investigations is when he asks Silvio if, if Ralphie has a problem with women. <laughs> and Silvio's like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, beat one to death for... Uh, I forget. What was it again? Yeah. It's just terrible. But it's also a, uh, a nice little reminder of Tracy. Keep her in mind as we go into next week. That yep. is a major factor, I think. Yep. And, um, and uh, yeah, I think uh, that about wraps up mergers and acquisitions. We didn't have time to really tweet out for questions this week, so we'll have to get back on that next episode. Yeah, we, next we wanted episode. to make sure and get you an episode and also... Yeah. You know what? Stop eating our airtime. You know, this is very valuable airtime. You know, how, you know, the advertisers that we have that are trying to get, you know, in on this show. Yep. The the, the check that Bamonte's cut to us this week. Alone. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was. Damn it. We should have actually reached out to them first. <laughs> yeah. They need our business. <laughs> this is why we are not good businessmen. Nope. Um, uh, maximum value. <laughs> Uh, so next week we'll be back for a pretty big episode. Uh, yeah, it's going to be really one. funny. We're going to laugh our heads off. It, just it got any more, <laughs> <laughs> any more puns? I'll try and do my best. 
so as always, subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, give us, you know, write a couple more reviews on iTunes. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying the bad reviews. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I don't want people to write them as much as the good ones, but they're kind of funny. Like, I just love how painfully unfunny some people find us to be. Yeah, I find us to be that way, too. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, it's totally cool. That's why I pay you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, essentially, uh, uh, it's it's just nice having having penisary contact with our listeners. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's, really, it's really nice. It is. It is. Um, so so that wraps it up. We will be back next week. Thank you guys for. Right, you know what? Actually, no, we're not. Do- are we still not thanking them? We can't thank them anymore, right? No, no more I, thanking. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Um, this is it. It was great while it lasted. Okay. Sincerely. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Give me another one. All righty. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.